0: Welcome to another episode of Six Degrees of Rumination with your hosts Reno Gorman, Nina Boyd,
1: and their producer Mike. Happy New Year, everybody!
0: Happy it's not New Year yet. New
1: it'll years. be close enough. Is
0: that is that a song? No. Oh, it I was like just you're trying singing. to tell
2: you with my eyes that like by the time people hear this, it'll be yeah. New Year's. Basically. Right.
0: Fair enough. Fair but enough. We um, probably listened to our holiday special by now. I know I have. You should have. If <laughs> <laughs> not go back and listen to it. Uh, we've got lots of uh, fun and interesting stuff uh, for you on this episode, including lots of drug stuff in this one. we got alcohol, yeah. dopamine, mm. shrooms. You
2: know what's interesting about, like, I know we always try to have a theme in the episodes and this time there really wasn't one, but we organized it so it starts off on a high and then dips down into low and then goes back up and neutralizes, much like drugs do with people Yeah, if you use them right. <laughs> you know, an addict or anything, you yeah, know.
0: Don't abuse them. You got to use them. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that totally. was
2: interesting. The arc of this, the reverse Ooh. arc.
1: So I, I guess, let me ask this. So with drugs and everything like that, what, what, what's the hard line between usage and abuse? Because it seems like a lot of people just think any kind of drug use is abuse. Period. Well, I was
2: talking more about pharmaceutical drugs when I said that, but. I mean, I think that that's... I think uh, it's harder to tell with those when people are... Yeah, what's
1: the the difference between meth use and meth abuse?
2: I don't know if you can ever use meth in a constructive way. Yeah. You know?
1: So, I mean, Um, I just want to know so that if I ever do decide to try meth, I know that I'm just using and not abusing.
2: So he's responsible. He's liable for the the dosage. Just
0: just throw that on my shoulders. Yeah, Yeah. Well, I'd say like abuse is... I mean, like if you're addicted... And or if it's causing obviously if it's causing problems like you know so, problem with your relationships, problem with your health, problem with your work, you know yada yada yada. If you can use any drug and it doesn't mess up any of your relationships, you can still do all your day to day tasks and everything. Then it's not really.
1: I was thinking of using meth as kind of like a weight loss supplement. Mike,
2: you were not. <laughs> God, that's so. Sca- I thought uh, you were I've, serious. And
1: I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm just like curious. At what point? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I don't wanted, no. be like those so,
2: New York supermodels. That's what they do.
1: Oh, do they? Yeah, I'm just models, kidding. The models do use meth. They
2: have meth, cocaine, like diuretics. They do diarrhea. Like uh, what are the
1: laxatives? laxatives? Laxatives. Thank you.
2: Yeah, all that shit. So they can continue to weigh ten pounds.
1: Wait, you can use laxatives to lose weight?
2: Well, it's not. I don't <laughs> recommend it, but that's just, what they do.
1: Yeah, cleanse that colon, man. There's like a, a like yeah, a, that's a terrible that's trend
2: fat. in like high school girls for a while.
1: Yeah, it's not fat. That's that's. It just colon. makes you
2: poop constantly, yeah. and they they abuse it, so they continue to what they you can think. Use it, or you can they, abuse <laughs> it. <laughs> they they <laughs> think the and that of They think that they're getting rid of, you know, so extra now I know pounds, how to but they're abuse. not really doing that. They're so now I know how to sick.
1: abuse a laxative. How do I just use meth to enrich my life?
0: You're asking the wrong cat. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I don't think I've
1: ever gotten it's such a disappointing look yeah, from yeah, Nina
2: right, before in right. my life. Okay, I, I, you know, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn to drugs if you're searching for the meaning of life.
0: I, right. Uh, which, by the way, is our, what our first story is about. Oh, what Apparently, a coincidence. I mean, I think everyone throughout their lives is searching for, you know, what is the meaning of life or what's the, what's the bigger picture of things. And there's a study that shows that on average people find, ha- have the most understanding of the meaning of life like around the age of take
2: guess? a guess only Mike can guess cuz i know the answer yeah
0: take a guess when when's the
1: why do I have to keep doing best this age. we did this the last episode too. This is the the person being the a producer all right let's see here you probably spend majority of your life either in school or working which means you don't have time to ponder Mm-hmm. Or think about, or give it much thought, because I know I haven't had that much time in the past seven years to give it much thought. Like, where are you going with this? So that means after and after gaining multiple experiences, like there's no way a twenty-something is going to tell me what the meaning of life is. No way, twenty-year-olds yeah. don't know shit. Yeah, they don't know a goddamn thing. That's but why they they're, keep on listening to our podcast. You'll learn something. <laughs> um, that's why they're dressing up in the '90s right now and not right. doing it right. They're looking back they don't to know the past. Shit. I mean it's good that they're studying their history but at the same time stop bastardizing things. Right. Um, get on with it. Fuck you. Uh,
2: he's waiting until he's reached the age. I'm
1: getting there, you know. You start getting more life experiences as you go on. I want to say around retirement. I want to say around well, like 65 like today's retirement? 66.
0: Five sixty six. that's that's wow. very good. I like the you're like you're thinking there, guy. Yeah, because
1: that that started and, and that's not even a full thing. So I'd say in between. I would say in between 60 and 70 is when you start figuring out not what life means, like what's the meaning of life, but what, to, what people should expect out of life, I think is the best way to go about it.
0: So, these uh, scientists, uh, publishing in the Clinical Psychiatry, interviewed over 1,000 people, 1,042 people, aged 21 to 100, to reveal that uh-huh. people wow. tend to feel their lives have meaning at around the age of 60. God damn. Ding, ding, oh, yeah. Fucking A, hey, give me a high five. Damn. I'm, <laughs> I know, <laughs> yeah. Um, I am smart. That's the age at which the search for meaning is often at its lowest and the presence of of meaning is at its highest. Oh, the presence so of meaning. Now, now, mm. albeit they interview people from 21 to 100, a lot of eight-year-olds, a lot of nine-year-olds might have the meaning of life. They might be living yeah, they might at have the, missed the peak. A whole so, you know, mm. maybe maybe we hit like a peak like right around, you know, pre pre-puberty before, you know, things get, you know, all messy and clouded around sexuality and stuff when we go through that horrible you know puberty and adolescent stage so maybe Mm -hmm. maybe little kids yeah maybe before they
2: get yeah all the distractions i think
1: here's what it is little kids are one thing i've noticed about little kids is they have they are the best at like fucking you know weeding out the bullshit yeah, like I why do know. we they have believe
0: to believe in Santa Claus and shit? Santa yeah, but Claus is uh, not bullshit.
2: He has that, his own website.
1: I, I uh, believe <sighs> me. I would. I, I would rather be ignorant and to the point of believing in Santa Claus again. Um, yeah, adults. Ma- we make burn. things. We adults make things so fucking complicated, and little kids are like, "Why do we have to do this?" Yeah, you know? and, yeah. And you know, because it, I think that's supposed to tell us that, like, yeah, life's not supposed to suck as much as it does. Yeah. Yeah, it's not supposed to be there shouldn't be stress. There shouldn't be all this shit that we create ourselves. So maybe they have a good they have a good idea. Then they lose it because they start growing hair on their genitals and their mind goes elsewhere and they're burdened down by finals and all this other they're shit. Distracted by so yeah. we just Life. gotta
0: shave our genitals then, so is that oh, like off? <laughs> no, the the <laughs> oh, okay. hair.
1: And that's <sighs> what you do what you need to to <laughs> no. feel good about yourself, Reno. Oh, good. And then, you know, they get burdened down by school and having to get into a college and going through college and having to find a job and having to work that job and oh fuck I got my wife's pregnant or I got pregnant and oh fuck now we have to have this thing and you forget about the fun part because I've seen and here's the thing people uh, I'm sure parents right now are like kids are fun no dude I've seen the way you look Yep. I mean the kids kid. might be having fun themselves yeah the kids are yeah, having fun mm-hmm. you having look fun. miserable yeah yeah. don't try to sell me on that so that's not yep. the you, meaning right there you pretty much just summed up this whole article pretty much know, Mike, um, did you write this article?
0: people you know in their 20s 30s trying to find meaning but they're still going through school doing different career paths still figuring themselves out kids and stuff get in the way by the time you get into like to your 50s or so you kind of established a career and, and you've you um, you have like some more like long term um, successes and 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 things to be proud of and um yeah by the time you're about 55 60 years old you you are pretty pretty set yeah
2: but you know what i don't like about this article is the way that because this could be taken a couple different ways so it's like okay don't worry if you're in your 20s and 30s and still trying to figure out what your life's purpose is or what makes you happy because this study kind of backs up the fact that when you're in your 20s and 30s you'd feel that way and then it says. Search for meaning in your early life is normal, and even after 60, it doesn't actually ever end. Instead, people may readjust how they derive purpose as they age. So mm-hmm. it's almost like maybe they are they didn't find any meaning. They just kind of like, well, whatever. I'm happy that I'm still alive. Well, the, the, and maybe that is the meaning of life. They
0: though. go on to say that the meaning of life changes, right? Like the, the purpose or what what is meaningful to you when you're 20 is not the same when you're 40, and it's yeah. not the same when you're 60. And when you retire after 62, 65, whatever... You, meaning of life changes. None of us are retiring before
1: 70. <laughs> seventy, right? When we retire, we're so, eighty. So, yeah, so we're when our generation retires at eighty, yeah.
0: Oh, I just love that uh, <laughs> from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, the meaning of life is 42. forty-two. I think we're just asking the wrong question, framing right. it the wrong way. Right. So, so there you have it, forty-two for you, sixty-year-olds.
2: <laughs> Already done. Yeah. Um, well. That article was pretty uplifting and talks a lot about like, you know, going through many years of life to figure out what the meaning of life is. Um, but you know, first you have to be able to survive that long, long enough to age 62 and, and decide what the meaning of life is. Um, this next story is like a really big downer, but it's really interesting. I think
0: you cackled, you literally (laughs) laughed out loud when we read the headlines. Okay.
2: But it's because it's because of many things, but the headline I feel like is, I don't know, a couple digging a grave for their baby found another infant buried alive and for some reason that made me laugh because i see mike's <laughs> laughing because what? because it's that's like God, it, though. right there's just something like extremely ironic about it obviously wait but they it's found also, a baby buried alive they found yep. a separate baby buried alive but how they know is it so it was still
1: let me, alive let me tell or the
2: story. yep story hold on yep. that's why we picked it let me tell yep the
0: story. Yep. Um. <laughs> yep this couple was burying their it was Going to bury their child in their backyard or something. And then it it was like a cemetery. Why why are they burying
2: their kid in a backyard? It was a cemetery, but (laughs) apparently they were digging their own grave. Maybe it was a small cemetery, whatever. It made me laugh because of the irony of like they went to all this very sad, obviously, situation, which all this trouble to dig their own grave. And then they have to basically do it again because it's already taken, you know? So, but, but that's why you fought.
1: laughed. But they found a kid. Like they lost a kid. They yeah. found a kid. And they came the other,
2: up. That's the other reason why I laughed, because again, it's it's very it's very ironic. They're like, oh never mind, we've got a replacement right here. It's almost like they went baby shopping at the cemetery. So I just see now you're laughing. You understand why I laughed initially. It's a very sad story. It's a, I can't, can't I can't hear because he, he I can't, dropped the mic right but, i can't uh, tell if reno's laughing at the article or laughing at mike's reaction yes. which yeah yes um but anyway so it's not funny it's really not but well it's not it like struck they got me, attached to the first it struck case, me as like
1: conveniently ironic yeah yeah like so <laughs> just like open it up like oh Okay, let's just put this one in there. Take this one out. It's all good. But no. I, like, I like
0: I liked how you pointed out. It's funny because they're digging grave and there's already a baby there. So now they have to dig another know, one. Like That's really? like the last I thing don't. on my mind is like
1: <laughs> they, they. I would have just after this living baby else.
0: buried alive and you're like but, oh shit now they have to bury
1: another grave. But think nah, about it. No, just though. fucking thing, like thing, I mean, flip that s- casket open. Put the no. put the dead one in and take right. the live one out. I'm, close the casket. Put the dirt back on. You gold.
2: I'm being serious because it's sad and ironic and terrible and if you think about it they already have been through a lot trying to like you know help their baby survive and then dealing with the loss and everything else and then they have this like terribly sad but also logistical concern of figuring out whose baby this (laughs) is how to help it like whatever the fuck
0: i just pretend like i didn't see it like what baby (laughs) i I don't want to have to deal with it that's like oh
1: that's breathing Kick the cat. I because. didn't
0: see or hear no no baby down there. Yeah, I don't you know what guys. you're talking about.
2: Okay, so but look, when as we go through the details of the article, it will become less funny. So this happened in <laughs> northern. <Well. laughs> if you thought that was hilarious, just
1: wait. did they find the this, culprit?
2: Let me just tell the story. This happened in northern India. This couple happened to find this baby buried alive in a cemetery in northern India, um, and they were digging the grave for their own child, and then their spade struck a clay pot. And they could hear an infant crying inside. So, yeah, super serious. All of a sudden, it's not as funny as we once thought it was. Um, <laughs> clay pot. <Huh>. I know. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, yeah. It's, it's good. So it's good. Um, they obviously went to the police. And uh, the police were trying to figure out, like, you know, who would have done this. They got the infant to the hospital. All these Whose clay pot is this? Right. <laughs> this is what they were concerned about. I know. It's always good practice to return, like, the Tupperware that you <laughs> got in a party. <laughs> okay so the infant was no more than a few days old and um she was taken to a hospital she had respiratory problems was put on a ventilator i mean yeah um and she had an infection and was underweight which all makes sense um and at the time of this article, um, she hadn't been claimed. So she's still alive as of December 10th and no one has come forward to claim her, but the authorities are looking for her parents. They figured they're probably involved in this, you know, so it's, it's hard to find them obviously cause they're trying to like not be found, but disciplinary action is planned for them, whatever that may be. They're probably
1: like, fuck, someone found this.
2: I know. They're like, God, we thought we had it covered. Um, but they're going to charge with attempted murder obviously and all these things. Um, but yeah, they make the point in this article that, um, India is one of those countries where they value sons over daughters. And so there's a significant gender imbalance. There's a lot of abortions of female fetuses and uh, oftentimes couples will try to have children until they have a son. So they'll end up producing a lot of unwanted girls in the process, Um, An an estimated 63 million women are missing, quote unquote, in India, according to the report, because of sex selection practices where they favor the male.
1: You know what Mm. kills me about that practice more than anything else? I know. I was going to say that too. Here's the thing. Uh uh, They value males. They want males. Yeah but they also want their males to reproduce. Right. How are you
2: going to do that shit?
1: But you keep killing off your females. I know.
2: Good job, idiots.
1: How the fuck are you going to do this? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, your misogyny is making it like, your misogyny That's makes Acher's you an incel. That's
2: a way of destroying a culture that <laughs> wants to kill its female children. It You're not going to be able to reproduce without them, so guess what? Maybe it's I'm being
1: racist here, but it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Well, I don't think that's like, racist. I, I, it's I just, know. it's like, not going to
2: make sense to you because you're not part of that culture. Like, that's just, is
1: like, like you're, like, okay, let's that's, that's not even go down the road of the how both genders are equal, blah, 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 blah. We all get that. If you're listening to this podcast and you haven't figured that out yet, you're on the wrong podcast. Um, but this, let's take that out. Let's just take out the fact that you expect your now brand new prince or whatever the fuck he is because he's a male, not a female, and now you're happy to go out and have other males. There's only one way to do that. And that's cloning. Yeah, or or the other way which is, you know, adoption. <laughs> banging women. <laughs> like that's the only uh, that's really the only way you're going to get those precious males that you want. Yeah. So it's kind of like how, why are you, you're shooting yourself in the foot. And
2: you have to strategically figure out which males should reproduce because they are the ones that determine the sex of the baby.
1: Great. So so, so even at that point it's kind of like, you know, Ah, whatever fucking I'm sorry I know it, it. it's socially incorrect to talk shit on that part of the world but they got some issues over there they gotta work through man
0: totally like, feminism for the win like
1: you know that's I don't get it <sighs> Yeah,
0: China's got the same thing yeah. with the one child policy or two child policy and they only uh, want yeah I mean um, and everybody
1: wants boys it's like well you you know they can't reproduce that way like you have to like yeah. it's a, there's a, you can't reproduce that way not everybody can just like have a bunch of a like buy a bunch of frozen eggs and reproduce you know it just doesn't it's like what what <laughs> do you there fucking, go my weekend plans like what are you fucking thinking it doesn't make any sense it's like you got to let go of that shit if you want like even if like you're trying to preserve your race or anything like that it doesn't make any sense if you're Killing all the females Of your race Like it, all of it's so dumb Yep Fuck Fuck that mindset dude Like it's just okay. dumb So they buried this This poor little baby <laughs> <That's> girl <right. laughs> I, I know I laughed about it But they buried this Poor we little baby girl We all
2: laughed about it I even got Reno to laugh In the end
1: Yeah Yeah, yeah. And because That's... it wasn't a, it Probably because it wasn't a dude And fucking Here we are
2: Well no it definitely was Because of that Yeah Well I don't know if definitely But I, like statistically speaking You know Yeah
1: Like what an asinine way of going about things. Whatever. Yep. Could have just had an abortion. Right. <laughs> would have been over and done with yeah. <laughs> but like, they, would they, would they, but they look at that. They shoot themselves in the foot with that because, I mean, mm. I'm pretty sure in that culture, abortion's totally taboo and sinful. Well, Re- am it, I correct I mean, about it, it that? I don't, be, I'm not as familiar. In the article,
2: they mentioned that several abortions have happened because it's a female fetus. So I don't know if that means people were okay with the practice or... I mean, they they found out some way that people are having abortions. So if they were like illegal, it would have been harder to track those statistics. I think. Yeah. So.
0: Well, speaking of Happy New Year, everyone! Yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year, <laughs> people tripping.
2: Actually, you know what? That baby was like the New Year baby. You know how it's? I'm sorry, Reno, but I had to make this point. <laughs> Fuck your segue. You know how there's like a, a baby for the New Year? It's like the symbol of a new year, like a what? new baby. No, it is. It's a, like a, you know what I'm talking about yeah, like you're.
1: So you have to understand ladies and gentlemen, we have a feline that's sick and bothering us. So that's why there's been a couple of pauses. She's obviously literally, she literally tapped me on the shoulder, which she does sometimes.
2: No, I'm saying like typically in new Year's celebrations, like there's always the old man who's like, you know, 2019 for instance, is us. old now and then the baby is 2020 Th- you never seen that before yeah
1: like I've seen that like, type of comic They're or like, little, like that
2: little um, decorations sometimes if people do new year's parties yeah. but it's not no. as much of a thing anymore well, but anyway this Google baby it, this it's baby thing. is like the 2020 baby she's the new baby for the new year she survived the one in the pot or no she's su- <laughs> yeah yeah oh, the, okay. the live one oh, yes yeah. she <laughs> survived <laughs> and the old one was 2019
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so morbid <laughs> no I'm not <laughs> all right well
2: anyway i look i try to make it work with our our theme of holidays and things
0: Yeah. we also have this great uh story in the last uh uh, podcast on on our holiday special about a a guy in jail who tries to uh get out of his life sentence because he died and was resuscitated um go back and listen to that one that one's great but what about the people that are like almost dead but like not quite the ones that are like in comas and are are, you know like not not quite dead but they're not very alive yeah there's like that vegetative state what about them it's well what about them yeah what
2: about them what what are you gonna say about them like you know i mean we could try to wake them up again right now it seems like anyone who's in a vegetative state like we just what nothing i thought you were laughing about nothing what nothing okay Um, We assume that, you know, their brains are kind of as, I don't want to say dead, but that's what I'm thinking of, as their bodies, like inactive, you know. Um, People are trying to determine if we can use um, psilocybin to wake up um, coma patients. So that presents a lot of really interesting and terrible moral ethical questions i think
1: pretend that i'm god and i'm old testament what's psilocybin
0: psilocybin is the active ingredient in magic mushrooms
1: oh so you want to sin
0: right i mean that's
2: any anything that does anything is basically a sin yeah but um (laughs) anything that works is a
1: sin (laughs) this
2: this idea is based on a lot of theories about brain complexity and consciousness um I guess if you take psilocybin your brain complexity like the levels of complexity increase and people who are in comas their brain complexity levels are definitely lower because they're just like in an inactive vegetative state so the thought is like if we give them the right dosage of psilocybin maybe it will perk up their brain's activity levels and and kind of force them to regain active consciousness um but that sounds like a great idea until you think about, like, basically, you would be doing these clinical studies on non-consenting patients, you know, who aren't mm-hmm. awake enough to say, yeah, go ahead, try it.
0: Yeah. And I agree with you that. But also, at the same time, just keeping this person alive is unconsensual. Like, it takes well, unless so they much, said, please do. <laughs> it, it takes so much machinery and, and, and all those medical capabilities to keep this person in this state that's, like, technically alive, but for all other sakes they're dead. Yeah. And so like you're, <laughs> Plus
1: if it doesn't work, they'll never know.
0: Right. So well, like that's I, true. I think if so. you're, if you're going to do that and you're trying to get them to come back to life or trying to increase their brain activity as much as possible, gain some amount of consciousness. I mean, testing out, see if this drug will increase their, their consciousness is worth a shot. I yeah. imagine. I'm sure they could try it on rats and yeah. all that kind of stuff like they do with every other drug. They can well, do animal testing first. It could. But uh, I, I think that was a worth a shot. Okay, but uh, if
2: you say, like, you know, um, yeah, please resuscitate me or please keep me mm-hmm. alive, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, that makes sense. Like, it's not non-consensual if the person has specifically said, do this, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and most people don't, like, write that down. You know, like, hey, like, should I be in a comatose state? Go ahead and just try some uh, I've written magic that down. mushrooms. Yeah i'd write no it not
2: right. magic mushrooms but yeah
0: oh well, just you want? please keep me alive just keep just keep me alive. But don't give me any other drugs though it's no like
1: that other thing like everybody always asks like how do you want when you die what do you want to happen to your body and yeah. it's kind of like for me i'm like oh, i don't care i'll be yeah. dead like if i'm in a fucking coma that i'm not going to come out of yeah pump me full of shit until my eyes pop open like <laughs> <laughs> go to town to see what happens you know what i mean for science Throw me a clay pot and bury me in the ground in and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, okay. like, seriously, or meth.
2: All right. Well, okay. I could see that. But here is another point they make that's, um, I think, a really good point. But since I've never done these drugs, I don't really know. Um, they said, you know, there's always the danger of someone having a really bad trip on these mushrooms. It's and true. if yeah. they're not conscious and they, they can't, like, be helped by anyone mm-hmm. out of it i imagine like they're just kind of like stuck there in some weird nightmare
0: true yeah you could be like in this weird unconscious state and then all of a sudden be in this different conscious type state and it may be very confusing and terrifying and uh, a very unpleasant experience and then when it wears off you go back to your unconscious comatose state or yeah
2: but you have no one to like dissect the experience with because you can't wake up enough yeah you know so that i I mean
0: it's kind of like uh the idea of like um cryogenically freezing someone you mm-hmm. know like right before they die it's like well, what if you're like awake or like some some level of a consciousness and you're just sitting there in an ice block for 100 years till the or 200 years till they thaw you out like that's awful but at least yeah. that's Ter- consensual terrible example
1: of this but <clears throat> for all you kids that want to replicate the 90s watch a very good sylvester stallone and wesley Styles oh, movie God. called yes. demolition man yes. they yeah. actually go into that yes it, it, it's weird how they it's such a fucking stupid movie but that well, one, parts of it are good. yeah, no, it's stupid in a great way. Yeah, um, but like all movies that from part, that time. That's like the deepest part of the movie when he's just like, "No, I knew I watched my wife pound on my mm-hmm. my cell, my cryogenic cell, and there's nothing I could do about it." Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, and th- I mean, there's lots of different coma, coma-like states, but like apparently, I like, you know it's like some people can like hear you <sighs> reading or talking to them the whole time, mm-hmm. and, or you know, some people don't you know so yeah.
2: oh yeah they mentioned in here that like some of the patients brain waves were similar to um when they dream you know like if you have a dream about uh, mm-hmm. whatever and then you have the rem like they were mm-hmm. finding that speaking of the 90s
0: that's me in the corner <laughs> they're more <laughs> of an 80s thing it happens in yeah. psilocybin
2: coma time
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because we're still awake <laughs> um but yeah that's interesting uh, I, I think it'd be worthwhile to Explore?
2: I am guessing that you would be okay with people trying that if you were in a coma or no?
0: Um if you
2: were already like in a coma being on life support for some reason. Yeah,
0: I mean okay I to give a shot.
2: But would you yeah. want to be on life support if you go into a comatose state?
0: I mean after a while
2: Like how long would you give yourself? Uh,
0: five minutes, ten minutes? No, just kidding. Ten <laughs> minutes? What's the a point? few days maybe? I don't know. It yeah, start it, start a depends on w- it, depends it depends on the on reason the you're in the yeah, coma. it yeah. health. Okay, well, let's say... Like, if also, it's I mean, one like, of those... I mean, and also, like, dragging out these people's lives for another, what, three weeks, three months, three, three years. years. Like, you're just dragging it out for this poor person who is, again, not really alive, but not quite dead. So they're in this <laughs> crappy state. Their whole family is just going through this, di- this dying process for yeah. way too long, and it's just... Creating a huge amount of bills, unfortunately, if you're in American system, you're just creating tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars of debt that you're not going to be able to repay. Your man. family
1: or your next of kin going to have to repay. So it's like there was an article. I'm no going to draw the line between quality and quantity of life. Yeah. Probably like 10 years ago, there was like some news story kind of about the whole coma thing. A man, a man's wife was in a coma, and she was in a coma for a very long time. I was, I can't remember. I'm going to say 15 years just to move past that point like he had already mourned the fact that he lost her because it's been like 15 years. Yeah, since it's like she's really there. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, he kind of moved on with life after a certain point when he kind of noticed she's not coming out of this. He wanted to get married, but he couldn't it, or remarried. He couldn't because was, he was still married was still alive, yeah. to his, his wife who was in a coma. He wanted to finally be like, all right, we need to pull the plug. But the parents were fighting him left and right because they didn't want to say goodbye to their daughter. Yeah. Like well, I, that,
2: like, that I you have to figure um, out who has the say.
1: And with that point it's the spouse. But they were like suing him that's, over I, it and I stuff I like that. Up, if I remember. Yeah. yeah. And I'm probably telling this pretty wrong, but that's kinda yeah. like one of those things. Like if I've been in a coma for fifteen years, chances are I'm not coming out of this shit. Yeah. Just but just you don't know. And then people? if you do,
0: let's say you, you get pulled out of life, you're like, Oh shit, I've been gone for fifteen years and now I'm like
1: you lost fifteen dip. years of possible life yeah. to live. And if you're someone, starting over as yeah,
0: a five at the five year old brain you know brain level or you know like you just you have to learn how to talk or walk again or maybe you come back out and now all of a sudden you can play piano like a virtuoso like yeah there's no way of knowing brain, what's gonna but, happen you know so many people from what I understand have to like relearn how to do things and they're very dependent on, on other people and stuff and it's not like oh i'm woken up now i can just you know go back yeah to work on monday you know it's like no you gotta start over and you'll never ever be the same and
1: yeah. it's like look how far the iphones come yeah you know, it's what like iphones yeah you know it's <laughs> like wait a second where's my nokia where's
0: <laughs> where's, where's the aol cd-rom at?
1: what okay. are you talking about there's no more dvds <laughs> streaming what's this yeah see so that's the thing it's kind of like what quality of life are you going to have are you going to wake up blah blah, blah. like kind of whatever imagine though if you could live to be over a
0: billion years old oh
2: my god would most of those years be in a coma or can they be all completely awake
0: neither yes and no oh i see okay yeah. you see where i'm going with this i the do ne- see where you're going article? with it yeah. yeah
2: at first it was just sort of like a nebulous blob yeah. but now i can really tell what yeah. we're going to talk about
0: i mean you could call it um polycephalum but you could i would you would <laughs> you would wouldn't you yeah i would or you could just call it the blob which is uh this um blob <laughs> yes <laughs> that yes. exists in paris in the paris uh, zoological gardens um it's this uh uh it's not a fungus it's not a plant what's it called it's i mean uh, as a, far as mold
1: yeah they have
2: like mold. a lot slime. of it, it's a unicellular mold according to uh, yeah. this article <laughs> Sounds and tasty i'm not gonna say its scientific name again because sarum polycephalum you, yes thank you Um, Which means the mini-headed slime, I guess. It has no mouth, no stomach, eyes, brain, or nervous system, but it can detect and digest food. Mm -hmm. And it first appeared a billion years ago. So who knows how long it's actually existed, but we first found it basically a billion years ago. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The earliest record of it. Um, So that's interesting. If anyone is going to be in Paris soon, that um, zoo is going to have... that organism there on exhibit which
0: it's i think it's interesting because it, it's such a strange living organism it doesn't yeah. have a brain yeah, yeah it, it is intelligent enough to continue to survive and organize itself and, and it is crazy because oh go ahead and to uh, reproduce itself yeah and uh, yeah just having 720 sexes like that's like, that's like how does body that like, even like what does yeah, that, even that, yeah. that even mean and
2: at first i was going to be like well i don't think starfish have brains but they definitely have nervous systems because they can regenerate you know the mm-hmm. limbs so it's, at first i was going to compare it to a starfish or like some kind of sea creature like that but yeah i guess i mean i don't know i, I think it it kind of matters how we talk about like detect and digest food mm-hmm. like it's not going to have a mouth and eat and chew and stuff the way that other animals do like yeah. i bet we wouldn't be able to see it eating right but i just it probably like absorbs seeps up nutrients yeah. yeah like a sponge
0: it uh favorite food by the way is oatmeal
2: oh i didn't know that i didn't yeah. that's so funny okay well, well, it feeds on tree oatmeal, bark Paris. and also
0: can grow on on the glass of the terrarium. Ooh. But yeah i mean that's got to be one of the oldest living things in the world i think yeah i can't imagine there being anything that's older than that
2: it's been studied since the 1970s it says yeah interesting
0: so if you're in paris and you're looking to do something for fun go check out the big yellow blob it's probably the oldest living things and
2: don't don't worry about hurrying because it only moves 1.6 inches per hour (laughs) (laughs) you have plenty of time to go see
0: and speaking of old blobs
2: why are you pointing at me (laughs) You're, <laughs> you're in charge of
0: the next story. What the fuck, <laughs> the dude? What's
1: That's the, my wife. For a man. second, <laughs>
2: for a second, I forgot like what the story was, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Okay. Well, this one is also interesting, and it's an animal that we're much more familiar with. Um, so I guess uh, orca or Orca
0: or- or- orcas. Orcas. Oh, the orcai. more commonly
2: used yeah, it's not term. Orcai.
1: It's orca. That's a stretch. Orca. It's orca. It's mises. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right. Exactly. Um, the female orca who are in menopause actually end up being like the leaders of the pods, which I think is really interesting and pretty much like counter to how humans are. Yeah. You know, yeah with listening India? Right, You're listening women. Right. Yeah. China? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> These whales aren't in clay pots at the bottom of a shallow grave. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's true i'm so, sure
0: i'm sure somewhere in human history we've put an orca in a clay pot and buried probably it. Probably. probably i wouldn't probably. be surprised that
2: one wouldn't survive though unless it was buried at the bottom of the sea yeah. well then the, well the, i mean if it was on land it wouldn't survive
0: well not at the bottom of the sea either because they don't have gills they'd be there
2: what if we somehow
0: no not salvage that put, one just right. just no, continue okay. with anyway your story.
2: so it's interesting <laughs> because a lot of animals um don't really survive past menopause like most animals just exist for reproduction and once their reproduction reprodu- uh, years are over they tend to kind of you know pass away but orca are one of the few species that lives on much like humans and i'm gonna just guess chimpanzees or gorillas because i feel like they always fall into these groups of like except for these animals um and they the end elephants up, too yeah that makes sense yeah
0: they're, they're pretty matriarchal as, as well yeah
2: But I guess orca can live like up to 90 years, which I didn't know. Um, And these menopausal females end up leading the pod. And um, it's believed that they stick around because they have a lot of good, um, like evolutionary knowledge, Um, certain pods of whales that don't hunt seals, but instead like stay in, in um, their own area and eat chum salmon, which come to them basically. Um, the menopausal females are the ones who are old enough to know like here are all the tricks to find the salmon even when the salmon is slim that year you know like there's not as much of a supply so what they'll do
3: is they'll a leave a
0: slim salmon <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry
3: the did
0: you
1: really just do that <laughs> yeah i you think anyone even got that <laughs> maybe reference just, maybe just edit that one no, I'll no I'll keep would, it and we'll <laughs> have a turn quiz see who on knows that. what it is <laughs> she should be ashamed so right
2: i honestly i laughed because i thought you were just being randomly goofy but is that from something
1: m&m is that
0: from something jesus it's Louise's. slim shady hey I
1: don't slim macaroni. shady jesus yeah but i don't know all the lyrics to that song well you should you came from that era Slim shady is did
0: the, not pay attention that's the only to... lyrics i referenced yeah
2: <laughs> god <laughs> wow well anyway
1: yeah the, out of all 90 something episodes it's the first time you've referenced music and you chose that i reference music, music all before. the time. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah.
0: Go listen to our previous podcast. We talk about 90s music there. That's
1: you talk funny. about hating Christmas music.
0: Yep. Damn straight.
1: All right.
2: Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. So what will happen is these post-menopausal female orca will lead the pod. And usually their sons will be sort of like <clears throat> in second place in the line. And then the female orca will swim around and be like, here's where the salmon is. And the son will kind of learn along with her. And scientists think that um, she'll pass her knowledge along to sons rather than daughters because they um, mate outside of the whale pod. So whatever they learn from her, and whatever they retain in their genes is going to be spread further out in the whale population than just their own pod. So it's evolutionarily valuable for the postmenopausal orca to stick around. Unlike a lot of other animals, which is interesting, so
0: unlike humans, yeah, right. We don't need those old ladies. Grandma, kidding. (laughs) Kidding. Jesus Christ! It's not grandma listens to this anyway. Well,
2: not now. If if she ever was going to, it's not grandma. Don't listen to episode (laughs) ninety-one.
0: Are we in the nineties now? Yeah, Yeah. this
2: is ninety-one. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Ninety-one.
0: Speaking of the nineties, yeah. Speaking of slim salmon populations, in May of two thousand sixteen. Hundreds of protesters threw dead fish onto the streets of Tagong, a town on the eastern edge of the Tibetan plateau. Why? Because the waters from the leaky river, like L-I-Q-I, not like leaking river. Right. They were toxic from a chemical leak from the Ganzi Zhao Rongda lithium mine.
2: Can you say that one more time? I missed it.
0: Faster. (laughs) (laughs) Ganzi Zhao Rongda. Got it. Uh, There was a lithium mine, basically, Uh that um, uh, wreaked havoc on the local ecosystem and watershed. So um, with all this talk about being greener and what to do with the environmental catastrophe we uh, see ourselves in, we are turning a lot to um, uh, electronic batteries for energy versus burning fossil fuels. Um, Unless you're using old school, like, AA batteries or stuff, most of the batteries you use for all this high-tech stuff comes from lithium. Where does lithium come from? Good question. A lot of it comes from Bolivia, some of it comes from China, but the mining and the extraction and the the distilling, if you will, of of lithium is uh very very bad for the environment. Um, Here's how it usually, and and lithium is just um, I mean, we, we totally rely on it when it's come, it comes to your cell phones, your laptops, your smart devices, your, um, your electric vehicles. They all use lithium-ion batteries. And um, we're having a difficult time finding a replacement or something that's even better than what lithium has. So there are some promising leads right now. People are pretty much doubling down on uh, using lithium for the foreseeable future. There is quite a bit of lithium in uh on this planet but again it's it's only a lot of it's found in bolivia china yeah but w- so when they um extract it from the um ground um usually um it comes out um they they like pump it out of the ground out these like salt flat areas and they leave it to evaporate for months at a time and it has there's lots of manganese potassium borax and lithium salts And then it's filtered out and then it's evaporated again, filtered out and then evaporated over the course of like 12 to 18 months until they're left with lithium carbonate.
2: This kind of reminds me of the whole fossil fuels process where it's like it's only in some areas. It takes a while to, you know, be ready for us to like harvest in whatever way we do. Right. And like for a while that supply seemed okay, And then, of Mm -hmm. course, you know, we Mm -hmm. used so much of it.
0: So it's, I mean, it's the, the filtering and evaporation process, it's, it's fairly cheap and effective and how you, uh, what do you consider effective, but it also uses a ton of water. It's like 500,000 gallons of water for a ton of lithium. So in uh, places like, uh, Chile's, um, Atacama area, mining activities consume 65% of the region's water to process and extract all this lithium.
2: That seems like a big waste.
0: Yeah, so that's a ton kind of, of water. And if you're concerned about the environment, obviously cutting down on fossil fuels is a big deal, but just going electric with lithium batteries isn't just uh, <laughs> an easy solution. It, it's more nuanced and more, um, more complicated than that. So um, uh, all the toxic chemicals uh, leak from the evaporation pools um, can go into the water supply. Um, that includes hydrochloric acid, which is used in processing lithium into a form that can be sold, as well as those waste products that are filtered out of the brine at each stage.
2: Oh, gross.
0: In Australia and North America, lithium is mined from rock using more traditional methods, but still requires the use of chemicals in order to extract into useful form. So, like, for instance, research in Nevada found um, impacts on the fish as far as 150 miles downstream from a lithium processing operation.
2: Yeah. And some people might be like, oh, well, you know, it's just fish. We're not going to eat those fish, whatever. But, like, that's usually a really good indication of what's happening to the rest of the area. The water supply, the soil that the water touches, all the other things that are connected to that agriculture.
0: Yeah. it's it's all connected. So you can't just mess with one part of the equation and not have it affect the rest of the equation hanging in there Mike we're almost done
1: <laughs> this article reminds me of high school chemistry which was a class I habitually slept through well,
0: <laughs> this, we'll this catch w- up on some sleep I mean, yeah right mean, <laughs> I, can, can yeah.
1: This one.
2: I mean but this will also affect you directly because we all most people in this country have cell phones and like laptops and like all this other stuff that uses these batteries so it will affect you Mike yeah. this some others beyond sure. your grade in high school
0: Some other complications is that um, for lithium batteries to work, um, the cathodes of the battery need cobalt and nickel, which um, are also um, environmentally uh, damaging when you try to mine them and whatnot. Um, Almost all the cobalt in the world is found in the uh, Democratic Republic of Congo. So um, if you're getting cobalt, it's probably from there. And you know they um mine it and harvest it um since it's uh such a rare mineral that they can get a good uh price on it, but it's toxic and um it has tons of damaging effects on the environment, and it's often kids that are harvesting or mining it oh
2: there it is, yeah,
0: yeah, so so there's no easy way out um, but there are. More sustainable ways of doing it but it just costs more money obviously and uh there's they're trying to develop new batteries that don't use these things but so far <laughs> it's uh, still in the research and development mike phase. is
2: literally like lying sideways with his head down on his <laughs> hand kind of like how we all remember being in high school with our least Pretty favorite much. classes classes almost out
0: hang in there right um and then uh, one other things is, thing is too it's fine i can um, catch
1: up on some sleep
0: batteries the, when you use them and recharge them they they're slowly um uh corroding inside so that's why like your your foam battery just works less and less well over time over the course of just a few years and it's not so simple you can't just recycle them because the lithium and the cobalt and nickel they've all been corroded so, so you can't
2: too dangerous to recycle or the, you just can't even like well
0: yeah i mean like Prying them open, separating them out, it it, it takes so much labor, so much material cost, and like you'd be getting s- very very small amounts of lithium, which is and cobalt and nickel, which is why the battery wasn't working in the first place. Mm-hmm. Quick, so everyone,
1: turn your iPhone in for a Nokia. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know,
0: the Nokias used lithium too. No, old ones didn't. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe use like just good Some old batteries. Yeah, the lithium
1: battery thing didn't really get its mm. full swing until the first mm. smartphones.
0: So, anyways, so the. Uh, the solution to our automobile industry and, and energy stuff is not just so simple as just going electric because it really fucks up our environment.
2: Are you telling us not to use electric cars, Reno?
0: I'm saying it's just more complicated.
1: That's all. <laughs> I, I am holding out as long as I can. Yeah, like You can have your hybrid, Nina. I don't I, want that. It I don't wasn't by choice. Yeah. It was sort
2: of a coincidental we acquisition. Pro-
1: the next car we buy probably won't be a hybrid.
2: Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? No, not for I mean, me. So, whatever. Yeah, I will no. stick
1: with my yeah. gas guzzling.
2: A Honda isn't exactly gas guzzling. It's, it's, it's still gas sipping. The, it's,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's still burning the <laughs> <Yeah>. fossil fuels. <laughs> if I do what I want to my Hondas, they will be gas guzzling. <laughs>
0: So anyways, I, a, lot of those, a lot of that uh, battery technology has given us so many wonderful technologies, allowing us to power all kinds of to cool become devices. Become on things and then yeah. <laughs> have like, yeah, But uh, How
1: many of us really care about kids in Congo? Wait, trying to say, are well,
0: ruining hand. it. What about the kids in China? Um,
1: what about, what what about, the, about yeah? them? What, Do we?
0: what about the kids in China? How
2: well, come they're a a mining more them. lithium for us?
1: Right now, I'm keeping them employed, so I don't want to hear it.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I know, Chris... Damn like the, <laughs> this past christmas season is like the high point of the year i've got
1: there. i've got there's three macbooks in this room true there's three iphones in this room four if you include that iphone 5 i don't use that. i keep over here yeah um, kids in china you're employed shut the fuck up all right
0: well speaking of the kids in china yeah <laughs> oh, there we go segue um there's this new uh, headband called the Focus One or FUSI.
2: Sounds super creepy already.
0: It comes from a US-based startup called BrainCo. And it's this little headband device that you put on the child's head. Or you could put on an adult's head, I assume. And it reads the brain activity of that person. And it can more or less tell how hard they are focusing and that how attentive they are by so measuring. It's ba- basically like an EKG. What
1: is it with the Chinese
0: like now, before culture you that criticize needs to them <laughs> i don't do. want to sound racist but I what is it with the chinese
2: just a second a if I just myself. a second before you criticize them we do hella creepy shit like that too it's not the same categories uh-huh. but in terms of monitoring people like all uh-huh. the data mining and stuff that's happening but is not, it worse for parents to do it to children or the government to do it to the citizens do you decide
1: at this point it's wrong okay. for anyone to do it but like here's the thing <laughs> Like we have cameras in China. Well, oh, I say we, we, they I have know, cameras either? in China <laughs> that like follow you around and they have that weird, like we podcasted about how about how they have that like social karma shit oh, where yeah, if you do bad system. things now you can't use the bus and shit like that. Yeah. Like, I feel like using scores. the bus yeah. would
2: be your punishment for doing bad
1: things. Whatever, whatever the punishment was, but you couldn't use some form of transportation. You couldn't do this. You couldn't go there. You couldn't go here because you like flipped off an old lady or some shit like that. And now all of a sudden we have (laughs) headbands that read what you're thinking. It's like fuck off okay well seriously it's none of your fucking business the
2: other point this article makes is that i think if i remember right even the parents are kind of like what the fuck this might be yeah
0: Yeah, all the parents are like i don't know about this is is quite a bit yeah so this is for um kid there are schools that have used this and there's basically um a red yellow and blue light on there red being the highest attentive state so they can tell if you're really paying attention or not or if you're just you know dazing off daydreaming goofing off and then they can you know take behavioral corrections to get them back on track
3: but Mike, that's the whole
1: point you of continue childhood protesting, though,
2: this product is also made what? in a u.s based startup company why
1: are you defending this thing i'm yeah. not
2: defending it i'm just trying to tell but him. we're
1: not using it here though that's the thing i'm saying Yet. it wasn't
2: like a chinese idea
1: but they're the ones that implemented it that's my but thing it's Reno like why was, is it like that you know like, trying to make do the, do the that point shit.
2: that like maybe they're not going to implement it
1: no, they've implemented it. But they're like using some it. Past are like some parents like maybe not. You know. yeah. and I'm sorry, that's just fucked up. Part of being a kid is not always focusing on shit. Yeah, that's
0: yep. true. You know, yeah, it, the it, the idea of like more is better is it's just not true. you like just like of, with like yeah. music, like more notes is better, faster is better, more yeah. complexity is
1: better. Yeah. It's
2: like, we've no, all it's heard, it's heard like, like metal band riffs. Yeah, it like, gets right, that's enough.
1: Like if you if you force a child to do, like, and that I think maybe that's what they want over there. I don't know, but it seems like they just want all these like. Like fucking robots, man. And that's what you're for. Like when you force a kid to do that, you're forcing the kid to be a robot. Do not think, do not imagine, do not space out, do not have any time for yourself. Focus on reading, writing, arithmetic and sciences and fucking that's it. That's all you do. Like why like you can't do that to children and expect like when you do that to kids, all you're doing is forcing them to be a tool to learn things. They're not going to imagine things. So imagination is what creates new gizmos and gadgets. We wouldn't have had a smartphone if it weren't for somebody's imagination. Math. So, yeah
0: math and science though they got to they their math and science for all that shit to work it's not just ideas but you still have to come
1: up with the idea and that comes from imagination you know what i don't like (laughs) okay you guys can make fun of that here but that's definite truth you know
2: what i don't Uh, like i don't like it when people i know that you were just trying to prove a point but i don't like it when people are like Well, imagination is the thing that makes all these products for you to consume or like art is important because it makes your kids like better at language or music is important because it makes them better at math. No, they're important because of their own damn like, you know, existence. Music is important because music. Art is important because art imagination is its own thing it doesn't have to just be like you know doing output for society constantly and i know that you were just trying to prove a point so i'm not yelling at you, you but like but the there is, is a mentality you're not
1: people with like oh music's important because it's music They're i don't want to get like, through Robots. them i'm tired
2: of the people who are like more productivity ruling society well, shut the fuck up yeah
1: everyone. i know I, I honestly i agree with that too <laughs> you listening like, china fuck you yeah fuck yeah. you china well, fuck your mind reading now. bullshit <laughs> you know let the kids be kids a little bit
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you know how Mike feels
0: Nina <laughs> you, you made a good point at the beginning like they're they're monitoring the children's brainwaves yeah. and thought patterns uh facebook and yeah. and youtube and google they're monitoring our behaviors yeah
2: on, like on as the internet. we speak our phones are listening to this conversation and yeah. trying to figure out if they should sell us these headbands or not
1: so what's that what's the other m- thing, thing that china did recently that really kind of pissed me off like they put a curfew on kids playing video games oh yeah like it's well like 10 okay. p.m they like minors are not allowed to play video games anymore huh. i was like that. why like like I mean I get if you're a parent instilling that on your kid, that's one thing. If you're the government instilling that on the kids, mind your cunting business. Well, yeah, how are you supposed to play video games with
0: Chinese kids now? I know. be past bedtime? Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter if it's for us to do it. It's just like
1: <laughs> like i I don't know i like it's, just, it's that whole punk rock anarchist thing that stills somewhere in the back of my head, but fuck off. Mm -hmm.
2: we could probably find out where it is and how hard you're focusing on if you put on one of these headbands.
1: (laughs) No shit, huh?
0: (laughs) But yeah, there's, uh, uh, yeah, where do we draw the line? Because I mean, like, you know, there's going to be people that argue like, hey, we're going to get kids to study better and, you know, there's going to be less goofing around, less fights maybe because kids are being corralled to learn more and and test scores are going up and productivity is going up and, you know, it's hard to argue that that's, a bad thing
2: yeah but also yeah it's possible for those things to go up without us like having a crazy i don't know monitoring system and but yeah we have all that stuff here like everyone was so obsessed for a while with those fitbits you know we still have the apple watch as something monitoring your health constantly it's not just the watch telling you how you're doing something somewhere well, is able I to, chose collect to put this on data sure. Like, did you choose or did advertising brainwash you into doing it? No,
1: I chose it? to put it now on. I wanted, did, to take, I wanted yeah. to know what my heart rate was. I wanted to get notifications on my wrist. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> I Don't want notifications all? on my ankle. But the <laughs> other thing is, is I also can... There's times where I'm like, this is pissing me off. I take it off.
2: You think that it's removed from you, but... Mm. It's already become one with your life. No,
1: Nina, not gonna. machine now, the man. The, right. That's the thing. It's like I <laughs> didn't have to go out to the store, no, and I did I, not no, have okay, to okay, buy okay, it. Okay, 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 okay. You know, it wasn't like I was in school, and the teachers and the principal told me to put this watch on my wrist. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's different, dude. Like, if I choose to let something monitor me, that's a different story than the government forcing it on me.
3: Yeah.
0: Now, what about like videos that you post on YouTube? Should those be monitored and policed for their content? So no. That- No? I mean, do we draw the line
1: somewhere? Like, okay. And we're about
0: to segue to this next article. But I just watched this really interesting Netflix uh,
1: Uh series. Not the cat one. Yeah. I'm not watching that. I heard bad things. The
2: cat one?
0: Yeah. So I'll I'll skip the general description and then we
1: can cut to it. But basically, in
0: 2010, this guy uploaded a YouTube video. he's going to be sad and creepy. Yeah. He's playing with some kittens and then... He puts them in a bag nah. z- and closes it up and vacuum seals it so that they suffocate and die.
1: Yeah, and the the the, the now, documentary is chi- called "Don't Fuck with Cats."
0: Yeah, how to catch an internet killer. Yeah, and so, the people I mean,
1: caught them. Yeah, um, but I mean, yeah, it's fucked. I can't. I, I it came up right, in my feed like, last night. I couldn't like, put, yeah, click on it.
0: Um, there's, I mean, there's people that film their murders and post it online. Should yeah, we allow that to be? uploaded and stay on youtube or do they need to draw the line okay there? so
1: there is a line a very distant line so things like that like animal torture people torture pedophilia yeah. shit like that yeah there's a definite taboo there that you're not supposed to cross but like general like what about like racism or that's
2: fine
0: gender <laughs> <bashing, just> <laughs> sexual so orientation at that stuff.
1: P- at that point as my attitude is po- post at your own risk
0: yeah, so it's kind of like free speech, like free speech. Allow Nazis yeah, you to have you can, free speech, but it's like well, good luck. But, but punch the Nazi in the face. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, you to can it Nazis. It's like know, not that, not that, a, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, like go, cliche. Uh, go, not everything is Nazis. Right. Yeah,
1: post yeah, your like, r- post your racist opinions. But good luck.
2: Yeah, just know that like you have the right to free speech and everyone reacting to your free speech also has the right to their free speech. Exactly. So you can accept some backlash and just understand that'll happen from both sides.
1: The the, the herd takes care of that one, well, in my sometimes. opinion. It
2: depends what, sometimes, the, sometimes what the, the nature of the herd is. Yeah.
0: Sometimes the herd drinks the Kool-Aid and goes with the flow. But, sometimes, the uh, is,
2: sometimes, uh, sometimes the herd is uh, sometimes Sometimes the herd sometimes the herd is led by a postmenopausal orca
1: keep <laughs> America <laughs> Reno we're gonna keep America great
0: um, if we don't impeach him first or oh, we've actually impeached him you've I'm impeached
1: like, him it's just he's not going nothings gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, he's, he's not gonna be removed yeah, unless, unless
0: it'd be really cool though if there's like a uh, an underground like uh, mutiny from the GOP and they're like let's have Trump let's have Pence be the president let's have Pence be the boss because that's that's that the alternative cool. well yeah but right? like, like if you're the Republicans now you the choice is now the theirs now for the senators. Yeah. Of the Republican Party, they could be like, Do we keep Trump or do you want to kick him he- out and have Pence? Here's the issue it's with totally it. And this
1: now. is what this is the, the here's the thought planting process that with seed that. For you there. Here's the thought process with that. And I bet you anything they have thought about it. But Mike Pence won't get reelected.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. And
1: Trump definitely and I I already made a bet with someone, I think Trump will win.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if Trump wins. Yeah. Yeah. I do uh, think that. Yeah. But and
1: also Pence no. Yeah. No, and that's Pence, a horrible idea.
0: And yeah, I'm sure Pence wouldn't like that either because if Pence becomes president
1: He's president for a year.
0: He, <laughs> he's president for a year. Maybe let's say he gets reelected or is he won't you know, there's he no, no possibility. There for
1: yeah. People want to necessarily vote for him.
0: You know, he yeah. has he has so much to lose he has very little to gain from it but he's he just done rides nothing co-
1: as a vice president either what what have you the heard vice of, president has yeah. no power whatsoever yeah um just but he gets there. to
0: ride the coattails of trump he's uh-huh. he gets to ride all the accolades of trump without any of the controversy or anything for the most part right so he can run in 2024 or 2028 and he gets
1: i don't think he will
0: or but he gets all the the power and
1: that was like or, dan quayle trying to be capital, president yeah. it's just no stop yeah. <laughs> stop like what are you doing?
0: Anyways, anyways, back to the back to the YouTube. They're um trying to take a tougher stance on um what can be posted.
2: Like you know, videos and comments with threatening or intimidating messages. That makes sense. Um, they'll be removed. Mm-hmm. Under, well, it it kind of does. I mean, like if you. I don't know. We remember an older internet where people used to be like, fuck you, I'll kill you, you know, kind of thing. And everyone knew that it wasn't serious. But sometimes, especially in this day and age, when it's easier to track people down, it is a serious threat.
1: I think a lot of it was serious. It's just like, you're right. They couldn't do, they couldn't go through with well, it, I as mean, easy it. It as effectively, effectively today. like,
2: wasn't serious for whatever reason. But yeah, it's just.
1: Yeah, they had more issue with actually, like, following through with, fuck you, I'm going to kill you.
2: Yeah. And apparently, like, there's a. Um, a lot of content on YouTube that negatively targets people based on their race, gender expression or sexual orientation. And so um YouTube has a plan to uh take a tougher stance on that content and I
1: think that's the wrong idea. I mean it, not, it is definitely not because censorship. I, go ahead. Sorry. Know. Um
2: I'm
1: just a man I thought I'd talk over the one but
2: <laughs> But I think so it says the, <laughs> poli- that, the policy will apply to everyone from private individuals to YouTube creators to public officials. Um, and uh, they they made this decision to make these changes after, like you know, kind of gathering opinions from the users. So go here's
1: ahead. here's the problem with doing that, and by trying to police that kind of free speech. Whether, regardless of whether it's hate, misogyny, or any any kind of hate speech, because every side can do hate. Like w- women can post hatred upon men yeah, too. That's and definitely it's, it's, taken an it's, upswing. Y- whenever you start censoring hate speech, and it doesn't matter what it, uh, what it's in regards to, the second you start hating it, you a put a bigger spotlight. The, the, the second you start censoring it and broadcasting you are censoring it, you are putting a spotlight on it. So people who are naturally deviant are going to be drawn to it like like flies are to the bug zappers.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You're putting a spotlight on it. You're giving it, you're inadvertently giving it a voice that you were trying you're to take it. you're validating it, yeah. You're, 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 uh, because the th- one thing is is people love the shit that's forbidden.
3: Yeah, people, so they'll be like,
1: oh, yeah. I can't believe this terrible it's thing. Like, Let so, me check it out. So why can't I listen to this guy use the N-word and talk about white nationalism? And then all of a sudden, they're tuning into it And that's when, that the that's how they're going to get it. Anybody that's even remotely attracted to the fringe is going to be like, "Ooh, that's taboo." Let's go check that out. Yeah, yeah, I agree
0: with you for that on the most part. But what if it's like like this happens to like kids a lot on Snapchat, on Instagram, on Twitter and whatnot? They get bullied online, so it's not like, hey, like you know fuck trump supporters or whatever they're like no like this kid they're like picking on like alex johnson or whatever and they're singling him out and they mock him or you know humiliate them or just talk mad shit on these kids and just totally you know wreck them i mean like you know being embarrassed like that as a teenager as a small kid is detrimental yeah so like what about like kind of like curbing that you're
1: never going to curb bullying
0: well, you can you, you, you can, can regulate try, though, right? it
2: online anyway.
0: Here's, look, bullying. I mean, like, cause, like, what, what, what if you could like report, like, hey, like, Mike Boyd posted this video that's, um, saying, defa- you know, de- de- defaming my character, or is slandering my character, or is you know, caused me great harm. Can you censor that video or just pull it down? And I would maybe be okay with that. Here's the thing, but Ooh. yeah, it's, that's super hard to please.
1: You're, uh, number one, we've seen the efforts of, usually when bullying happens for kids, it's generally in, within the, the realm of the school world, whether it's online, offline, out of school, in school. It's always based upon that. We've seen the efforts of our system to curb bullying. They post about how, oh, we're no zero tolerance for bullying, but it happens all everywhere. Right. They haven't, the, they haven't put any the, teeth on it. Yeah. They, they, they put nothing on it. So, right, to, so this could be something there, they could do though. But to sit there and start policing that on, uh, only online, all that this is going to do is like, okay, I can't post it online, but I'm sure it's hell going to do it over here where it's not policed.
0: Yeah. I mean, but it's one, I mean, it's one that you know it's one
1: less avenue
0: one less tool that you know bullies have.
1: as someone who was severely bullied in their youth and i mean to the point of where criminal action should have been like criminal Mm -hmm. prosecution should have been taken against my bulliers for the things that they did to me the what people think it will work with that i don't believe any of it will ever work yeah the only like and i'm not i don't always try to advocate violence but the only way And it worked for me. The only way to take care of a bullier is with violence because they aren't going to stop through reasoning. They aren't going to stop through so-called punishment of detentions and suspensions and shit. It doesn't stop. Well, it does not stop.
2: Going back to like the the origin of this story because I don't think that violence would work in this situation. This began because there was a huge controversy in June of this year when YouTube decided not to ban A right-wing youtuber who was repeatedly targeting a gay journalist and the journalist's name is Carlos Maza Um, and he I guess he like tweeted a collection of racist and homophobic abuse from this guy Steven Crowder who had 3.8 million subscribers and back in June YouTube was like okay well his rhetoric didn't violate the terms of service we have so we're not going to remove his account or do anything about it and then a whole bunch of people got super pissed off and started protesting that um but did he get removed after that protest youtube um has demonetized steven crowner's account um but he does still have an active account so he can't advertise on their site um however i guess he it's takes, not that like, he
1: can't he, it, here's how youtube works not to interrupt i'm sorry but it's not so much that he can't gain monetary funds from his site it's just that youtube's the w- going through youtube to sponsor. like you know how those annoying ads like i up? think
2: you're gonna end up saying what i was starting to say when you cut me off my bad well i'm just John. saying that it's just i'm just trying
1: to be misogyncing i'm trying to give people a point of so it
2: says in this it. article he's not going to be able to earn Man's money blame. from advertising on there what Um, And that's like one punishment that um, these people can have, but it's still a problem because he takes like direct donations and gifts and things from his, which is what I was going to finish. I needed to mansplain
1: it. I just wanted to go in, in, in celebration of these topics. I just uh, thought I'd give a perfect example. So anyway,
2: (laughs) yeah. So YouTube kind of bent on that, but you know, I don't know. I mean, there's always going to be someone who's angry at someone else and wants to talk about how shitty they are for whatever reason. It's really hard to get rid of all of that. You know,
0: I don't think we're going to solve this problem. At this nope. discussion, no. but it does kind of segue a little bit to this next one. This is kind of a random article we kind of came across. Um, so how uh, not how familiar you, you all are on civil asset forfeiture. Does that ring a Not bell familiar at all? whatsoever. It
1: so it feels like high school chemistry again. That, well, this this is more <laughs> this like is high more school ex- criminal justice. <laughs> criminal if justice. You will. Okay, so College um, criminal. innocent before proven guilty.
0: Yeah. Civil asset yeah. forfeiture is guilty before being proven innocent. Nope, I
1: right. don't agree with any of that at all.
0: So, th- but this is a, a tool that law enforcement has been able to use for a long time. Say they pull you over and they have strong reasons to, uh, to suspect that you are a drug trafficker. Like maybe they find a bunch of drugs on you or they find like just wads and wads of cash. Instead of booking you and seizing all that as evidence and giving you a fair trial, they can do the civil asset forfeiture and just take all your, take those assets and just use them for their own, at their own disposal. Nope. If
2: they have, yeah. Like they've reason been to believe it could be, So true. they don't have to go through court or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, this is legal, and uh, it's been going on for quite a while. So um, according to the U.S. Department of Justice statistics, which are probably fairly reliable, um, in 2008, the, um, the police enforcement, uh, law enforcement, took in over $1.5 billion in assets and money from the American Not public. What? That number... Yeah, that's, that's quite a bit of money. It's With bullshit as it, well. By it is. 2014, it had tripled to $4.5 billion in one year. Um, according to the U.S. Department of Justice, from 1989 to 2010, that's 21 years, they've seized $12.667 billion. Um, yeah, which is an average increase of about 19% per year. Um, To put that in perspective, according to the FBI...
1: I'm getting mad. (laughs) Victims of uh, burglary
0: offenses suffered an estimated $3.9 billion in property losses in 2014. So in other words, in 2014, people were robbed to the tune of about $3.9 billion worth of property. And that same year, police just straight up took... 4.5 billion dollars worth of assets and money from the criminal from not even criminals suspected criminals right and so they have to so if the police were to um take your money and and assets you have to go to court to prove your innocence that's
1: bullshit that's 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 unconstitutional i mean i'm not a constitutional professional but yeah, it, yeah it, it, But it that has to be unconstitutional. I'm sure there's like
2: several cases where it does end up being some person who's like made a whole bunch of money doing hella illegal and immoral shit and they need to be caught. That's but, on the government to prove. But, That's on our judicial yeah, system, our law exactly. system. It's on the DA so just to because prove it that works this person out did that. Sometimes doesn't mean that, you know. <sighs> Yeah, like there, uh, there's uh, much more of a fascist state going on here yeah, that I dude. think people want to talk about.
1: Yeah, this that is 100% bullshit. And people should be mad about this.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what else is bullshit?
1: Burying Alcohol-related baby. deaths oh, compared okay. to Ooh. opioid deaths. I was going to say burying babies alive, but all yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, th- th- that's, that's kind of bullshit too. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, but we've got
0: to uh, draw like, the line there too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Mike, which, uh, which drug do you think causes more deaths a year, alcohol or opioids? Oh, alcohol. Yeah, by well, far. I think we need yeah. the answer to that based yeah. on Easily. us choosing this article. But um, it's yeah, it's the the third, I think, highest um, killer for um, unnecessary deaths. Or I'm saying that phrase wrong, but you, you know <laughs> but what I, I
0: mean. Like there's it's, there's not some necessary <laughs> it's not unnecessary deaths. like, a, like sometimes you just got to bury a baby. A preventable.
2: A pot. <laughs> preventable,
3: deaths. preventable.
0: Okay. yeah. That,
2: Sorry. I guess we could have prevented
0: that baby's death.
2: <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, you can um yeah they're the third leading cause of preventable deaths in the u.s do you guys have guesses on uh number two and number one
0: yep i probably know it off the top of my head
2: well did you read the article though like no. full okay so you might just know heart already. disease and cancer according to this that is not what it is if i remember what? right i'm scrolling down um number one is still tobacco and number two i will find shortly
0: tobacco causes heart disease <laughs> okay it but I, I think they're trying to like things. zoom out and yeah. say
2: like you know in general this is what we can point to as the culprit you know
0: okay tobacco and i'm
2: still looking okay keep you in suspense here we'll to talk about the evils of
0: littering and littering and what oh, is that super from? troopers now i and don't remember
2: anything about that movie
0: smoking the reefer
2: <laughs> okay Um, Anyway, yeah, alcohol sales reached $253.8 billion in the US last year, um, which I think is really interesting. Um, You know, this article is kind of making the point that like alcohol obviously sells really well. A lot of people are able to consume it for a long time without... It, i just i mean you know and compared to other drugs yeah
3: it's you know, great for the economy it's, it's a great easier money maker. to procure
2: yeah exactly it's easier to make like cheaper versions of it varying degrees of um levels of proof i guess you know that people will still buy and use and a lot of them end up fine
0: and it makes the, the holiday season go by a little bit easier
2: yeah yeah
0: um <laughs> let's be honest no,
2: it does. I mean, depending on like who you're hanging out with and, and whatever, like it's okay to have like one drink, you know, a night. And they do get into in this article, like how much drinking really is like um, over drinking. Oh, here we go. Tobacco is number one and poor diet is number two. Poor diet plus physical, limited physical activity, number two. So that kind of matches with whatever yeah, you said. Yeah. Yeah. Heart- Cancer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Cancer can um, be caused by those two. Like things. Like
0: on the death certificate, it doesn't say like he ate a poor, poor diet. diet. Yeah, exercise a little bit, but just not enough.
2: Yeah, not enough exercise. <laughs> It'd probably be like, no, he died of <laughs> heart attack. Autopsy, not enough <laughs> exercise. <laughs> um, anyway, so this article is talking a lot about how we should have more specific warning labels on alcoholic beverages. Uh, well, that's we not should... going to do shit. No, it's not. But maybe I don't know. It it's might deter. Like those they got the... warning signs on there. Yeah, they do. But it's mostly for like pregnant women. It's not like you know
1: I smoke: <laughs> <laughs> I smoked for the better part of from 1998 or 1999,, yeah. until 2012. Mm-hmm. Not once did I give a flying fuck about the warning label on the package of cigarettes. Yeah. Not once did I go, "Oh, maybe I should stop."
0: What if they had, like, the picture of, like, the rotten lungs or whatever on there? Would no. That, no. That I that feel like people people kind
2: nope. of are like, oh, whatever happened to me. You know,
0: with the budget just got passed through Congress, mm-hmm. uh, they're raising the age for smoking from 18 to 21. Thoughts? They already Ooh. did
1: that in California. Yeah. But yeah. now it's going to be federal. What do you think? Sure. Sure. Here's the thing. Um, and A, no longer affects me, not only because, A, I am way over 21. <laughs> <laughs> and B, and B, I don't smoke anymore. So what if
0: they said it so you have to be 21 years old to smoke? Like if you're 22, you can't smoke anymore. It's like just, <laughs> just, just, just that one year. Yeah. That's
2: actually, I mean, that would cut down on a lot. Yeah, You got one year to buy right cigarettes.
0: So stock up. Here's oh, the no, thing. that's
2: not going to work because people can just buy enough to keep smoking for the rest of their lives. Yeah, it's, still, it's actually going to do more for the economy to do that and be like, you have one year to buy as many as you can.
0: It's Industry wants it. I think, yeah.
1: I think a lot of things should be raised to 21. I think voting should be raised to 21. Yes unless you're in military that's the only time that well, i think well the military should be raised to 21 i i think the <laughs> you know like, i think uh, to a certain extent like majority of the adult like drinking shouldn't be the only thing limited to 21 i think smoking should be limited to 21 if the, if if marijuana gets pub or federally passed that should be 21 and over i think uh, and the reason for it is, is and i speak from experience i'm sure everyone else in this room minus nina who never did anything wrong I did. S- like, of experience. at 18 years old you are dumb as a box of rocks I, about a lot dumb. I was about these smart kind of as things. a bunch of crystals but continue uh, but yeah <laughs> nice try um the thing is is you know it's I, better it's kind of like you have a little bit more experience and you're just a little bit wiser than you are at 18 as to whether or not hey yeah. maybe i shouldn't pick up smoking I've gone this long without it. What's the point now? Yeah. It's kind of like why people ask me why I don't have a tattoo. It's not that I don't like tattoos. It's just I never figured it out. And at 37, almost 38 years old, I'm probably not going to bother with it now. Yeah. So, Uh, but tattoos are not going to kill you like smoking is. So I'm okay with it.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm fine with the smoking going up to 20. uh, The drinking thing, I mean, 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds, they drink, I they did. drink, they drink regardless. I did, you know, they just, they're not, but it was at bars di- as much. I mean, it was a s- little bit harder or, for me
1: to get it though.
0: It, it, it does make it a little bit harder to get. So I, yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, but, I mean, I think also, too, when you go to, when I mean, you look at European countries or, like, Mexico and stuff, like, drinking age is, like, 16, 18, or, or basically non-existent. But they're not and, allowed and like, to just know, go to
1: a bar and get tanked, though, at 18 years old. Right, they, like, the culture is the yeah.
0: very different. They have a higher tolerance because they've been drinking <clears> since they were 16.
1: There's a difference between having a, wine, a glass of wine with your parents at dinner occasionally right. versus going out and getting tanked. Right. Which is something, that, which is still really relevant in American culture.
0: Yeah, see, yeah, I think it's the culture is yeah. our, our uh, relationship to alcohol. It's, uh, yeah. it's very different than in Europe, I, I, from what I understand. And yeah. the thing yeah. is, is I like... become
2: this like, mysterious, regulated, like, cool substance that you only get at a certain time. And uh,
1: but even in Europe, it's not like a 16-year-old can go to a bar and get tanked. They're not going to let that happen that's mm-hmm. not that's not really legal there
0: yeah it, well some countries are 16 or 18 yeah
1: i don't know but it, it's yeah. th- it you don't just see 16 year olds at bars getting tanked in europe there's still some f- some, form. some form some form of regulation there yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's not like they just yeah. get like do whatever the fuck any adult wants to do yeah yeah anyways um
2: there are so uh, last point of this article, they do talk about like how much is too much for alcohol. Uh, it turns out more than three drinks in a day, which I have never done, or more than seven drinks in a wink in a week. A God, a all of us are eye. just like so seven much drink. Okay. A three per day. <laughs> so more than three per day, more than seven per week for women. <laughs> and four drinks per day or 14 drinks per week for men are considered high risk. And these patterns can be detrimental both in short and long term.
1: I cannot, I like, there's no way I could drink four drinks a day. No. I just and then some people are like, oh, anymore. well,
2: I don't drink during the week. So it's okay if I have all the allotted alcohol during the weekend. <laughs> and then, of course, the article just, is like, if you consume five or more drinks for men and four or more drinks for women in about a two hour period, that's binge drinking. And I'm like, dude, who can, I can't even drink water that fast. Like, four glasses <laughs> of water in two hours like shit you can't i can't
1: i thought women and men liquid. were equal why can't you handle your alcohol
2: hmm. well uh, there you go
0: because <laughs> yeah. she never drinks she has no tolerance right
2: it. yeah but that's okay because i'm gonna live longer according to this so there you go truth suck it all
0: I right think, yeah alcohol is overrated anyways all the other drugs are so much better okay well they're <laughs> that more wasn't the message
2: i wanted to get across in this article
0: well <laughs> they way How more many people effective. have died from
1: weed well,
0: well, they're going to be too slow about it because zero. they're just all like, Whoa. Zero. Zero.
2: Hmm, I guess.
0: Zero. Yeah. Look it up. Okay. No one dies from, from marijuana. Well. Go smoke a joint. Yeah. It's way better than drinking a bunch of beers. Okay. Beers are overrated. Like, the other, I don't I, like beer.
2: Beer is better. such a, like, I, it's, it, it's, it fills you up. It usually yes. tastes weird. When they try to do all these, like, super, I don't know, hip like new right. blends of beer it usually just tastes like what the is I,
0: this there's the some the IPAs they're so trained. oh you like IPAs oh I like IPAs Do you like IPA? oh you don't like IPAs oh you're not a man <laughs> yeah that's exactly oh, like I only drink it, your IPAs it's, it's, like, yeah. no, IPAs. it's a, like
1: drinking like, it's like, two like drink fuck off it, it tastes like garbage like, yeah it tastes drinking like tar, like dude. three
2: loaves of bread yeah you know? and
1: just, I don't understand and thank you for pointing out the whole stigma of you're not manly unless you drink this shitty tasting beer thank you you know those fruity cocktails a taste way fucking better and get your Way they have a higher up concentration
2: faster. of alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get fucked they up. They are I mean, none of it's healthy, but at least no. it's not like a huge hit of calories at the same time. But at least like you're not
1: sitting there bloated pissing your pants and st- bleh you know yeah that's beer. that's
2: your body telling you like why did you drink like the Why'd bread you? aisle yeah you know <laughs> like <laughs> it's like you're bloated tower like, house sour ass you know? dough you yeah. have to
1: drink like three times the amount of beer as it takes to get fucked up off of whiskey mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you're bloated you're pissing non-stop you're burping non-stop you know and it didn't even taste yeah. that good yeah it tastes like shit
2: yeah um, but if you are a beer person, it would be really easy pretty soon for you to get a whole bunch of beer without even having the middleman of the bartender involved. Um, self-serve taps are becoming a thing. And I'm en- enjoying this picture here with the article where there's just someone standing at a bar. She's not the bartender, but she there's like several touchscreens and there's taps underneath. And she's just like pushing a button on the touchscreen and then the tap will distribute, you know, whatever she chooses Um, And it's just a customer. There's no bartender. So Walter's Sports Bar is a pub in Washington, DC. It's super new. It's super hip. And um, they've implemented this system where there's no bartender. There's just customers going up to this wall with beer taps, and they insert a card, touch a screen and pour a glass of beer. And to me, that's so like
1: so another computer takes so away a job soulless. from somebody
2: exactly there's that and there's the whole like i know this doesn't happen very much anymore especially in big cities but that whole like little stigma of like the bartender making conversation with you i know they're usually too busy to do that but yeah. like
3: depends on the job. you know, it's a
2: yeah it's a nice thing and i feel like that also kind of slows down your consumption of alcohol when you have that interaction for a bit and, and it's not just you going up to a wall and being like more alcohol, please. You know, like I know these computers can obviously be programmed to cut you off at a certain point, And bartenders tend to do that too. If they're paying attention and, and the facility they work at tells them to, mm-hmm. but there's something about like the human interaction and, and the, you know, that, that kind of makes that drinking. I feel like a little bit better than just you being like, Meh, give me my drug, please. You know, i can
0: see it kind of going either way sometimes it's like man just give me my drug robot <laughs> let me just, cut out the middleman.
2: let me just read this quote to you guys because you're complaining about ipas and then tell me if you still think the mm. same thing quote this is my first time doing a beer wall says one patron Chris, i hate it already exactly just like, just Chris, pick up by putting it like this over a yeasty ipa oh. i've been to many sports bars but never a beer wall sports bar yeah fuck that
1: Fuck! This is that. That is just like I hate it. You know what? That when we
2: had flights, like that was a whole annoying thing. You know.
1: This is this is the this is you know what this is this is the yuppie techie, yuppie techie. Yeah, the people that have like gentrified the cool part of Midtown into sports bars and pizzerias and shit like that. Yep. Yeah. You got your boneless buffalo wings next to the sports bar next to your cool hip like pan crust non-gluten pizza fucking I mean, bullshit some of that stuff is that, is the, fine but
2: it's like beer wall yeah the fact that they're calling it that really irritates me they're just me.
1: gonna call it bw's after a certain point right fuck this yeah i don't exactly. like anagrams that
0: have w's in them because w's so many so such a <laughs> mouthful it's like if it's like bpa like that's cool but it's, yeah. like, WSWA, it takes forever. it's like wswa it's like god damn it
2: a, there's a reason why we stopped doing the www dot when we yeah. told addresses to each yeah. other Remember when we used to have to do that Mm -hmm. because people didn't know what it was?
0: HTTP colon slash
2: slash slash. Uh, www. Excuse me, it's
1: HTTPS. Well, the S is only true if it's like the secure one. Yeah, yeah. I only go to secure websites.
2: That's the goal, but yeah. Yeah. Anyways... um, Yeah, we just dropped some old school knowledge on Mm -hmm. on any of our listeners who are back and back. Speaking of
0: old school, going to restaurants and eating food there is like so So old old school. school. So grandparents. God, Generation X, please.
2: You know what I wish? Fuck you. I wish (laughs) we could just uh, go back to the days when people, what?
1: Back when we had to write everything down with Back when
0: we had to eat our food there yeah remember back in the day if i can't have
1: an uber driver deliver dinner to me it's not worth it
0: this
2: right here so what if you get picked up um in the uber and they already have your food for you and they like take you home or whatever yeah that'd be cool the ultimate goal i'm down this this story (laughs) i know like reno's kind of making fun of me for wanting to do this but i think it's really interesting because mike and i go out to eat a lot that's like one of the things we do for fun because we like the combination of like a meal and then the experience together we have really good conversations you know it's called a date going
0: out also also there's those times you're like i don't want i don't want to cook dinner i don't want to do dishes yeah i want to order out but i don't want to order pizza because that's like the go-to like if you're gonna order food right like the for for decades why has that always only been pretty much just pizza yeah chinese food delivers chinese food sometimes Sometimes.
2: and it's it's usually so now it's
0: just like it's like literally I mean it's like been like generations it's been decades oh, of I this know. finally but other what? foods are, I feel are like being delivered that
2: that okay that makes sense if you have like your kind of lifestyle where your job is often like dictated by what do you what?
0: mean you people <laughs> my <laughs> lifestyle yeah <laughs> <sighs> I want crunchy vegan food delivered to my doorstep. Okay, no,
2: no, I'm I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your work schedule where like your work hours are often dictated by like your actual clientele, Yeah. you know? And it's not so much like you can count on having a chunk of time at work and then getting home same time every day, you Mm -hmm. know? Like I can see that. Or people who have to travel a lot or people who Mm -hmm. like their job um, requires a lot of like, I don't know like interaction with people and you can't predict how long it will take like that kind of job it makes sense that they would want this stuff I just think as a society it's sad that we've gotten to the point where more people are doing this and I think sometimes it's people who don't have to they just are like oh I don't want to leave the house I'm scared like that's also a thing yeah yeah I think I'm gonna giving into my like you know low level social anxiety and I'm just not going to try to make myself go out
1: there yeah. what if you're a misanthrope like I am
2: but you like going out to eat I don't like people, It gives you a chance to shit talk on all the people around it.
1: That's true. I do get
0: it. So there you go. It is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's a double-edged sword, for sure.
2: I totally get why you want to do it and why you wouldn't just want pizza all the time or like sometimes Chinese food or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like all these places now are connected to DoorDash and Grubhub and Postmates and all this other shit. Well, it's just...
1: When I used to work 65, 70 hours a week sometimes, you know, I DoorDashed because I just didn't have the time to go get lunch. But that was lunch. Mm.
2: A lot of people get lunch out and they don't sit in the place to eat it. This is like dinner, breakfast, people like on the weekends, like, you know.
1: But that was a whole other unhealthy lifestyle where I was eating through my lunch and all or working through my lunch all the time. Yeah. But I mean, there's a convenience factor, but at the same time, yeah, I get what you mean. And, but But yeah, why didn't other foods? I don't know. But it doesn't make any sense
2: But this is weird. Like, I don't know. There, there is a uh, building mentioned and here. It is in Redwood City, just south of San Francisco, um, is an actual like DoorDash delivery restaurant. So it's not even like it's its own restaurant anymore. It's a place that's run by DoorDash, managed by DoorDash. And it's just like a bunch of cooks in on one side, the shelves, uh, the shelves in the middle, and then like DoorDash runners coming to pick stuff up.
1: I don't yeah. have a problem with that. If your whole entire business is based upon delivery and yeah. you set yourself up that way. That's fine. That's your business model. I think the thing yeah. that
2: bothers me is they're called ghost kitchens, which I find really creepy and like 1984-ish, you know? Well,
1: I mean, we're na- people want to naturally gravitate towards that anyway, it seems like. Mm. But, if, you know, I don't have a problem with, like, if you set your business up to be like this, like, quick time, food's made, go deliver it, food's made, go deliver it, food's made, go deliver it. That's not unlike your fast food place where you're driving through this little, like, track yeah. ordering ordering here and then picking up at a window i know the only difference is it's not you in the car it's somebody else in the car for yeah, you but
2: that's the thing that's so weird is we're, we're slowly moving towards this like remote society i don't know i just i think it's there's i i feel like it's creepy and that's probably just like a case of when one generation gets like slightly too old to be excited about all the new technological developments and they start being like you guys watch this is going to be bad for society that's well, always a trope, but sometimes they're
1: right. Take, like, yeah. Little Caesars. Yeah. Little Caesars has always been that because you can't dine in at no, Little Caesars. No, they don't want people sticking around There's there. There's no place to sit and your pizza. They don't want eat you your to pizza. see how they make the pizza. You're either picking it up or it's being delivered to you. Yeah. <laughs> so we've had this for no, a long-ass time. No, I know we have,
2: but you had to go get that pizza still.
1: No, you could have it delivered but you, to you. Yeah,
2: but, like, you had to talk to a person. You
0: probably again, You had it, to call it, someone again, on the phone. No, this is beyond pizza now, too, is anything yeah. you want...
1: So basically Little Caesars has just been approved upon or improved upon mm. by mm. some guy know. that could write a phone app.
0: And speaking of improving upon the restaurant industry, there's hardly any fast food pasta. There's no fast
1: food noodles. That's true. do you Why? want that?
0: Ramen? Yeah
1: yeah ramen fast kind. food spaghetti a- fast food ravioli fast yeah. food macaroni it's and chef cheese. boyardee dude it sucks ass yeah
0: and there's no chef Boyardee. that you know there's mcdonald's there's there's taco bell there's kfc yeah. there's no there's Maybe. no, no it, it, and like think about like just in cost of food like noodles are like some of the cheapest food ingredients ever. And you could just, it'd be but so easy Maybe to make, Italian.
1: Like, people just take their food with so much pride that they won't allow it to happen. It might be oh, too puppies. hard for those to like <laughs>
2: survive the ride. They wouldn't be as good. It's going to be shitty. You know, I, I mean, have. Chinese food noodles can somehow do it, but if pasta... I was going to start a
0: business and I was going to venture into the food market, I think that'd be a niche that, I mean, cause you could, you can get it to vegans, vegetarians, you can get all different kinds of flavored sauces, and just add the meat. So yeah. it'd be like, you could have like three or four or five different kinds of noodles Three or four or five different kinds of sauces.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think it's as convenient as you think it is. We could call it Rudol's. <laughs> Reno's noodles. <laughs> Rudol's? Yeah, but I Sounds don't think it th- I don't <laughs> think this is as convenient. So as a pasta in itself, spaghetti, particularly, is not an easy food to transport. What well, you if, you talking trans- about. if you
2: transport the noodles and the sauce separately, and then people yeah. put yeah. them together, yeah, it's not
1: Water. like it's not like a bur- wrapped up burrito, right? Like a burrito well, kind of stays. Don't there, really survive a burrito though. gets wrapped up, the and tacos. then it gets wrapped up again. A taco, but a Spaghetti Spaghetti taco are awful.
0: Okay, tacos. but tacos are get wrapped tacos. up with yeah. a, with that paper. Right, right. I'm so, totally down with burritos.
1: So a burrito from a burrito from Taco Bell. Let's use them. Yeah, if the burrito's wrapped up again after it's been wrapped up with a tortilla, yeah. the tacos are wrapped up. The Crunchwrap Supreme is wrapped up. The hamburger from McDonald's is. Those are still so good. It's like
2: all chemicals, but such a
1: stoner fucking invention. Uh, Mm -hmm. I still want those. Uh, But the hamburger from McDonald's is wrapped up. How do you wrap up spaghetti? And you put it it in. It's
2: like how people like delis do soup to go. It's the same shit. I don't see it working with a lid on top.
1: Noodles.
0: It's gonna no, go soup though. That splashes around in the car. That's not gonna work. Yeah, yeah. but
2: but it's the same. I mean, this is a liquid. You, do, you, you know? do need like
0: a fork or a spork to eat your, your noodles. And here's
1: the uh, you know it has to be a fork. You can't spork noodles. Uh,
2: <laughs> that's the title of this podcast. <laughs> you can't
1: spork noodles. Happy New Year. Uh, but that's the thing. Is you can't like, triple stamp a double stamp. When you and plus <laughs> uh, hardly anyone gets soup to go because it's a pain in the ass. If that thing topples I over love in your soup car, to go. like if mm-hmm. your burrito falls out of the bag, it's still wrapped up. mm-hmm Your burger falls out of the bag, so wrapped up. Your pasta, your soup falls out of the bag. That's All just right. a the fucking mess, All right. The pasta can bro. have
2: a lid. The sauce can have a that lid. That lid pops off. Anyone who knows yeah. how to fill a container correctly will not overfill the sauce container, and it won't matter.
1: Okay, throw your hamburger in the wrapping on the floor of your car, then throw your soup on the floor yeah. of the car. Well, I don't Let's tend see to which treat one one my has, food that way. But, it doesn't you know. matter. You might have to stop abruptly. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
2: well, that's just better <laughs> just, um, I'm just for I, safe driving.
0: I, well, uh, I think you proved a
1: point. I have to okay. It's not out of a lack of desire. I want
2: to get to my favorite article. Article here, it's which not out of the lack of goes desire. Goes back to all the stuff we've been talking about here. So, Mike, if you've ever wanted to roll your eyes during a podcast, this is your moment.
1: I do it every. Let podcast. me just
2: read the headline here. Dopamine fasting is Silicon Valley's latest trend. Oh, fuck off! Here's what an expert has to say. <laughs> all right, Mike literally Producer dropped your mic out. Mike oh. Mike dropped his mic. Okay. So here we talk about dopamine a lot on this podcast. Um, and I think there's a reason why, you know, we just feel good talking about it for one thing. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's the thing that makes you it's the chemical your brain releases that makes you enjoy shit, basically. And, <laughs> um, you know, it, it it is released in all kinds of situations. Um,
0: More specifically with like reward processing for things yeah. like food, sex, yeah. drugs, drugs, alcohol uh, getting a like on your meme they've, on yeah Facebook they've added social media to this like yeah oh yeah
2: technology so i i know um but uh anyway um
0: yeah so the idea is that we we've we've become saturated with dopamine and so i think the idea we with this dopamine fasting is let's try to deprive ourselves of getting these hits of dopamine. Yeah. Let's, let's
2: reduce the amount of times we
0: let's live a very boring, dull life that has no rewards whatsoever so that we can reap the benefits. So that when when we we
2: buy like a dollar pack of gum, we feel glorious. Mm -hmm. Like that's, it's just so, I don't know. So the thing I really liked about this article, uh, was it mentioned that, so basically it's like Silicon Valley people. Um, the, what did we say earlier? Like the tech, you said it, Mike, the tech yuppie tech,
1: yeah the yuppie tech crowd yuppie tech crowd i could fasting that, right <laughs> the, the people phrase. who have made california too fucking expensive to live all in. right well yeah. we don't have
2: time to get on to all that but like yeah that group of people are the ones who have really jumped on to this trend and of course some are even going so far as to avoid all social activities even eye contact which I thought was really interesting and that's why I really wanted to do um, the beer wall story and the DoorDash ah. diner story because to me it's like these are the people who are basically shaping like our economy for the next 20 years like social trends things that people are going to value financially and morally you know in this country and therefore Fucking crazy, and it is stressing me out. And I'm not saying all of them are doing this. and who knows how long this trend will last, but it's like, you know, you don't have to be you don't have to avoid looking at people to make sure that your brain isn't oversaturated with with pleasure centers, you know
0: also anytime media says like oh the newest trend kids are sticking newspapers soaked in vodka (laughs) up their asses is your child doing it too it's because they saw like one case of it and they said like oh well this is a new trend like uh, i don't know where they're getting their information from like like maybe like five people in silicon valley are like giving this a try doesn't mean it's, it's a trend it's well it's probably just. I fodder, hope
1: you, that here's you're the right. Problem. It's not so much as a trend. It's it could a,
2: become a trend just based on this article.
1: These kind of stupid things catch on. Yeah. Not all the time, but when they do, that's how we get the Tide Pod problem. Yeah. It's well, you I know, mean, I, however it, big that go.
2: was, everyone knew about it, regardless. You know, mm-hmm. even and, if it was just a few kids doing it.
1: And the the thing is, is like someone out there is. Fucking retarded enough. My apologies to actual retarded people.
2: Yeah, the thing is, they would never do this. <laughs> a lot of our
1: listeners are retarded. know? <laughs> <Rino>? Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't
0: say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. We probably statistically speaking, yeah.
1: chances are. What?
3: <laughs> Continue. well
1: everybody it's been nice podcasting <laughs> right this is our last episode <laughs> apparently we're period. never gonna have listeners again thank you Reno. okay but look but it, yeah look it's the thing is is like someone thinks that this is a good idea why because they think that the experiences they're having aren't good enough like no no, what? no, no,
2: no. well i think maybe some of them their theory is like like reno said before i think you might have stepped out right when he said this but like, yeah i couldn't stick around um, so the, yeah he just, actually walked out of the room yeah. to a point and then missed the whole point great but there you go. Well, fill me um, anyway. Their thinking is like, oh, you know, we're oversaturated with experiences that uh, make us release dopamine. So if we cut down on those experiences, then maybe like the few that we choose to have will feel more meaningful because that dopamine is released. Yeah. You know.
0: In the same way that like we, like meth users or cocaine users, like mm-hmm. cocaine uh, works on the dopamine uh, receptors; it releases oh. a bunch of dopamine, yeah, which does. is why cocaine feels so good. So <sighs> if you keep on doing I lots of coke, it. you overuse all that stuff and, and then your
2: receptors it, are fucked right and so now yeah.
0: the normal things that should give you like a tiny bit of dopamine either a don't give it to you or it doesn't work right or it's not enough so in cases like that you have to wean yourself off of mm-hmm. those things are, are releasing tons of dopamine so that you stabilize again so yeah i can understand like the the theory I behind guess it yes right. For the purpose behind it?
2: To me, like it makes sense, uh, you know, when people do like the juice fast diet or they are like, okay, I'm turning off social media for like a few weeks or whatever. Like I kind of roll my eyes at those things too because I feel like, you know, it it doesn't work as a human to be like, oh, sometimes let me just do this one like, temporary cut for a while and it's more like a trendy fad than like anything that helps you out
0: there's a lot of science behind fasting yeah yeah fasting fasting, but like the
2: people who just do the like the diet because it's the thing they saw on tv and they want to be cool you know like the beach body kind of stuff i don't know i feel like that might be bullshit Mm -hmm. um this kind of feels like that to me where it's like why are you trying to limit your eye contact with people because you're you know i don't know like, I almost feel like the people who are doing this are the ones who want to feel more of a hit when they do cocaine. Like, that's why they're doing I, it. I, I think what, what this... Is, you know? <laughs> so that's why I'm rolling
1: my eyes. Follow me down this path real quick here. And I might be grossly wrong, but I don't give a shit. I'm going to say it anyway.
2: That's the spirit. This seems
1: like... These kind of things that seem to be created by people who have too acquired... Much and too much money. Uh, in a hobby sort of sense. I won't say that this is their hobby to do it, but they in their free time, have gone out and searched for and acquired almost too much knowledge about something like so it sounds like these people are like like wanted to like study dopamine like why Mm -hmm. am i like oh this is what this is what happiness is happiness is just a chemical that my body releases so therefore how do i control it Mm -hmm. that's what happens when when
2: engineers try to be humans yeah and the the, my my (laughs) mind just lost another group
1: (laughs) when engineers try to be human (laughs) goodbye engineers um you know that's right. that's kind of the thing it's just like they're <laughs> so like it, it's they're so and i blame the internet too to a certain extent all technology the they're that's so these articles plugged into this world that they create mm-hmm. with their mind and control with their mind that now they have to take it to the next level of how do i control what my body releases yeah that uh, it generates a response out of me like how do i control how do like my body doesn't control me i'm going to control my body. I'm going to program my body to only that? to only release dopamine because the thing is is something makes you happy just let it make you happy. Yeah. If something but, but
0: that's assuming that people are happy. Like hella people are depressed. Just because people I mean like so depression and anxiety are, are a huge deal. I mean a lot of these people are probably de- battling depression and one of the things with depression is you don't get that sense of wanting or that sense of reward. Yeah, there's no like, there's like no build no up drive. to the reward. Yeah. There's no there's no reward from when you, you do things uh, and there's no drive to get that anyways. So yeah. may, there might be some you know
1: some malfunction if you know. this was if there was like a clinical study on this that said this helped depression mm-hmm. i'd follow you down this path so these are just this sounds pioneers. like this sounds Those like trailblazers bored, yeah. this these sound Geniuses, like bored really? ass tech people brave with too much people. too much time <laughs> on their brave new hands.
2: world tech people yeah yeah
0: yeah Is well, it, I, I mean I, I wonder like how many people are actually doing it and like how long they've been doing it and what what the uh, what the results are. It's interesting.
2: Yeah. I mean, it would be an interesting thing to try. Mm-hmm. You know, in the new year, if anybody wants I'm to. I'm not because the alternative this is, is just
0: like, okay, just go about your your day to day life and just hop from one sugar high to the next, mm-hmm. like we do, or just hop from one, you know, glance at Facebook to the next that's giving yeah. you that dopamine surge, or hopping from that, you know, from one sexual interest to the next because yeah. that's know what but we do for that, know, that
1: uh, dopamine rush and then we have that dopamine between. crash and
2: right you right. Could, you don't have to do like right. this or
1: that but yeah uh, but it's too far on the extreme
0: no yeah yeah but i'm just saying like we we all have these little like small little dopamine spikes and like yeah. when we don't get those dopamine spikes then we get depressed or less happy and i woof, think the so.
2: thing that bothers me is like the the mention of like summer even avoiding eye contact i'm like no, like that's the... That's where you
1: draw the lines of the icon. Yes, thing. everything yes. else is fine. Something yes. like that is not... That's it's not, not normal. normal. That's not yeah. supposed to be considered normal. Right, right. That, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know for so. some but, people... But the same time th- Some people are introverted <laughs> and have mental blocks to being able to make eye contact yeah. that's one thing well, but yeah, yeah. those people me wouldn't get dopamine going, from it anyway i'm so. going to control my dopamine and then just yeah. stare at the ground it's yeah like, no, fuck that explains you, why dude. there's so
2: many fucking weirdos who can't I, even look at me when i walk down a hallway and they're just looking at their phone like they'll see someone coming and they'll literally pull out their phone
3: yeah
2: and either everyone hates me where i walk or I'm have you heard a yourself on this podcast weirdos <laughs> you know like it's just like such a weird reaction like look at me that's and smile i'm not gonna fucking murder you Oh, are
1: you asking people to smile yeah oh. you should oh, smile look smile. at this yeah. look at this now the women are telling people they need to smile right mm-hmm. that's our defensive mm-hmm. move mm-hmm. okay hey honey smile mm. <laughs> okay well, on that—that's th- <laughs> too far. I don't know that has been six degrees of
0: remuneration. Yeah, a right.
1: uh, one, a uh, one but, small another related part to this dopamine thing, like uh, what on uh, something that I've read real recently is that people are actively like people who are addicted to porn because mm-hmm. of the dopamine. It's not right. about being. It's not, it's not about being aroused and being yeah. released. It's about it's about their addiction to porn comes from a dopamine release, and now mm-hmm. they right. have to watch porn to get it up to whack it off to feel yeah. that and it's not about being aroused in any shape or form it, uh, when it becomes the addiction mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. so the like part of this could yes I know part of this could be good to right. a certain extent exactly. but like yeah. you said Stay stare at the ground don't make eye contact yeah. don't like deprive <laughs> myself yeah. of that stick of gum it, fuck why don't you why
2: you just like be regular God. Mm-hmm. anyway
0: um, so, something <laughs> uh, something to be <laughs> interested about like to, 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 to try and just notice like all the little things you do to try and get those those yeah. little tiny rewards and yeah. like, you know, some people like re- are really dependent upon them. Like, like Mike was saying, or like with porn addiction and stuff and That's other true. people, you know, probably don't have much of a issue with it, but it'd be interesting to see, uh, where this leads.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's all we can say about these just, new trends. Where just, will they lead?
0: Just don't look at us when you, <laughs> the results. <laughs> <Right>. no <laughs> eye contact. If,
1: if I see okay. you mentally jerking off to me, with your eyes (laughs) while we walk down getting your fucking dopamine rush by looking at my eyes you better avert those eyes weird fucking pervert
2: okay well on that note this has been (laughs) happy new year yeah six degrees of rumination with your host nina boyd
1: rena gorman and their producer mike
2: don't look at me everyone
1: yeah don't look at me good night don't look at me